0: Hey fam, let's catch the moment. We open this space with knowledge that the land in which we are located is occupied and unceded territories. On this, their traditional land and ancestral home, join us in acknowledging the tribal groups from where we personally vibe, including the Kickapoo, Kansaw, Osage, Odos, Missouri, Potawatomi, Sioux, Shawnee, Wyandotte, Choctaw, and Chittimacha tribes. We look to you as we become better stewards of the land we inhabit. Peace and love. Let
1: go. (laughs) Jesus! What's up and welcome to the We Out Here podcast, a place to hear the stories of Black, Brown, and Indigenous folks in science and nature. My name is Alexi G, coming to you from the Bulbancha, a.k.a. New Orleans! See, I'm coming in solo today as the one host of the episode. Y'all didn't think that I could do it by myself. I'm flying solo today. So, Tell them your name, your pronouns, and what you do. (laughs)
0: My name is Allison... I'm co-host of We Out Here.
1: <laughs> Not today.
0: <laughs> I am, uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I'm coming to you from the Kickapoo, Kansas area. I you know it is? Kansas City, Missouri. Get it right. Get it tight. Whistle while you work. I don't know. Yeah, we, okay. We, we, don't. <laughs> get, get, get that era was really a lot of breath support. <laughs> they um, really were. The, a lot of whisper uh, rapping. Uh, 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 my roommate and I were talking about that the other day, about how, like, just really what a great time to be in high school and college for us, True. because other people aren't worthy. Now it's just sad girl music and I mean, trap music okay. that makes no sense.
1: Allison. Yes. Allison. Yes. That era was so iconic. I could do one small thing and you would know the exact song I'm talking about. You ready?
0: Oh, I hope I don't feel Was that mm-hmm. it? Yeah, hot shit. No, 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 no. You should have said I'm going, and then I would have had you. No, and- see,
1: that's too obvious. <laughs> but he started that song. He's like, hot I, shit. I don't know that I knew he started <laughs> that song oh, my, that way. My, that maybe is, I was just wilder wild than Nelly than you. I thought you were from St. Louis too. <laughs> Dang, wow, that's crazy.
0: It's okay. Snap your fingers to yourself. Do
1: so you stare? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh wait, what are the words? I don't know. Do your step. Oh, it is. I think you're right. I think it's snap your fingers. Do your step. But I said to you, Mm. you know, do yourself. Hold. Working one moment. You could boo it all
1: by yourself. I
0: love how he says fingers. Snap your fingers.
1: Is that like Atlanta shit or where is that from?
0: You were right. Snap your fingers. Do your step. Oh, step. I was not correct. You could do it all by yourself. Let me see you do it. Hey, let me see you do it. Hey.
1: That's the tightest thing about about like hip hop is that like that person's dialect, I don't remember who that was. Was that dim franchise boys or something? It was
0: Lil John. Lean Lil with John. a rock with it was dim franchise boys.
1: Oh yeah, I'm getting things mixed up. But yeah, so his dialect though allowed him to rhyme what yes do your step and yes. self. Like that's yes. tight. It hello rhyme. I was like, listening
0: to something the other day. I was scrubbing down in the uh, shower shower, a dub dub in the tub tub tub. And I was listening to J. Cole, and, <laughs> and I was like, J. Cole, shout out to that ex did that North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> because that, you did it. Those aren't supposed to rhyme, and it went, well. Dude,
1: right? Oh, like, man. the way they've been but, words, I wish. My uh, word. I don't even know. It, like, whenever you read the lyrics to some shit, you're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, did you hear about the bear that spun the block? I feel like I've heard about multiple bears that spun the
0: block. Maybe it was the same bear. <laughs> this bear has just been, like this bear's been marching up and down Canada to the U.S.A.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not funny. It's not funny because what happened? No, funny. it's not. But well, yeah, please you have the option to go into a
1: hotel. Before. If you run across a bear, ladies and gentlemen, speaking in my capacity, if you run across a bear and that bear is out there in your campsite and you have the option to go to a hotel after that. Consider going to a hotel after that.
0: Mm, <laughs> not That she had the option to
1: go to a hotel and she said no. <laughs> so that's a lead in to the question, Allison, what's the closest you've ever been to a large carnivore?
0: I've been quite close, actually. And I will say by choice, but not one of those like, <clears throat> geez, that water really sent in my throat. <laughs> no, one of those like, I am staunchly, and I don't use that word likely, I am staunchly against the ecotourism that allows Uh, you to go into facilities where you can sit and hold and touch Mm -hmm. large carnivores of any kind, even, I mean, honestly, large herbivores too. Like Mm -hmm. I think no one other than a Mahut should be given a bath to an elephant, especially definitely not an African elephant, but I think Mahuts are only associated with Asian elephants. Yeah. As
1: far as I know.
0: But I'm staunchly against it when it comes to a large carnivore with that being said, uh-huh. I was in a very protected environment and the animal was asleep. Not as in ABC one, two, three. Now it lay me down to sleep. <laughs> That's not a real nursery rhyme,
1: but. Uh, I thought you were about to start Jackson 5. <laughs> no, it was down for a medical procedure. I'm going to stop you there because it sounds like it's story time.
0: All right, so at the zoo, Alexi and I used to work at, we would get all kinds of like daily, weekly emails. And sometimes they're like annoying. Sometimes they're sad. (laughs) Sometimes they're like really exciting. And so like the most exciting ones that tended to come through (laughs) were either animal updates that a new baby was here. (laughs) Or that there was an animal procedure being done by the animal health department. And that people could toss their names in the hat to volunteer to observe the procedure. Right? And so, it had been several years I had been at the zoo and I never got to go to one. And by this time, you were at the zoo as well. And you'd been there for a couple years too, and we had never gotten to do one. And so, there was an email that was sent out by Animal Health, and it was going to be the bi-yearly checkup for like physical (laughs) exams. So like we get physical exams. They were getting a physical Mm -hmm. exam for Dumasani, the lion. Uh Yeah. And so the reason they do like, some animals get a yearly physical, but some animals, it's just too much of a hassle (laughs) to put (laughs) them down every year. (laughs) So they do like bi-yearly every other Uh year. So Dumasani was one of our male lions at the zoo. That boy's name was
1: Dumasani? Yeah. Damn, that's a hard-ass name.
0: Yeah. And so he was due for his annual. And so we were like, yes, please. Let's send this email Mm -hmm. back immediately. So first we, like, checked with our supervisors. We were like, yo, Natalie, yo, Kelly, can we please do this?
1: And they were like,
0: sure. And we were like, cool. And luckily... It was like first thing in the morning. It was going to be first thing in the morning. So we didn't have to worry about it conflicting too much with our schedules. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. However, animal health, notoriously. It's not that they run late. They're always there on time. It's just things take longer when you're dealing with living things that don't speak. And they're not motivated to do what you want them to do. (laughs) So yeah, it was that. So we were at the office, in the education office. We sent that email back. Sent that off. And then Dr. Zhu, I will call him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Zhu sent us an email back.
1: That, hold up, Pause. Thousand. <laughs> yes. That's our cartoon.
0: That's our cartoon. Dr. Dr. Zhu. That's it. Dr. That's zoom. the what? Oh, Dr. Zhu. Zoo? Zoom, zoom, boom, boom.
1: You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that counts as a trademark. So <laughs> trademark, 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 trademark. trademark.
0: So we received an email back from Dr. Zoo that Alexi and I were going to be able to participate, and we were like boom, 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 because it was uh-huh. one of those things where there aren't a lot of spots available. There were
1: only two no, spots. Because literally, this isn't like you know everyone can like watch from afar. It's like you're inside of a ten right. meter room, and it's like y'all and the animal that is like getting like mm-hmm. worked up and everything. So mm-hmm. it's like there's literally you got to be able to give the vet like elbow room. You can just be crowding.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's, outside of us, well, they only allow for so few staff because the vet team that comes along is generally hefty. Like, there's a lot of people involved. So we fast forward to the morning of, which I think was like a week, two weeks later. Um, I just remember it was so bombing. It was like 8 a.m., It was so balmy outside. We definitely weren't wearing coats. I think we were wearing fleeces. Nice little zip up. Mm -hmm. Fleece from Brazil. So we hop on a golf cart from education and we zoom down to Africa. They told us, of course, to take the service road, which was around our African exhibit. And our African exhibit is basically a giant loop in the service road. goes around that giant. And so they said, follow that through Africa to lion holding. And what was crazy... Uh-huh. Is that like early morning? Of course, the lions haven't been released onto exhibit, and so they're in—they're behind the scenes, holding. All like to—it's like their internal clock. Uh-huh. As soon as the sun rises, they roar the day in. Like uh-huh. it, it's wild. So it kind of low key felt like like we were in this little rinky-dink golf cart, and we were driving into the sunrise <laughs> in <It's> Africa. <laughs> And then we just hear lions roaring, and it reverberates because they're in a holding area that makes a lot of sound, that reverberates a lot of sound. So it's really cool. Like if you go to a zoo early in the morning, like and you're able to go see the lions before they go on an exhibit, it's a really cool thing to hear in the mornings.
1: Allison, the reality is that they're just waking up, and the first thing in the morning, they're just being haters. They're just they wake up and yell at their neighbors.
0: I don't know. I'm not a lion. I don't claim to be. <laughs> okay.
1: So yes yes yes
0: we hop off the golf cart i had never been to and you hadn't either ever been to mm-hmm. behind the scenes holding at lion like pretty fascinating to see like all these big like rock boulder formations they were faux but they're you know made out of like mm-hmm. hard solid material and then just like here the lion's roaring and we pull up and i feel like there's a lot of materials that are out so dr zoo oh, yeah. was inside lion holding we were outside Lion Holding <laughs> with Dr. Zo Jr. Dr. Zo Ju- <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, Jr. Oh sequel. We were outside with Dr. Zoo Jr. Hey. The couple of vet techs. Hi. At least one. Hi. Maybe two. Oh hello. And then also the dental students. Hey. From UMKC.
1: Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes,
0: I remember this upon reminiscing I was like oh yes oh yes oh yes and then of course there's keepers there because they need someone to remember (laughs) because that's the thing to remember so animals are a lot smarter than the average person gives them credit for they start to associate things like we do so like I saw a clown one day and it was scary so now I'm scared of all clowns right so Mm -hmm. that's not my story but that is somebody's story (laughs) so (laughs) a lot of the animals at the zoo they associate our vet staff nice. with not the greatest experiences.
1: Sure.
0: So that energy in an animal manifests differently. Some of them are, get scared, and that manifest. Well, I think majority of them probably get scared, either scared or mad. And really, it's Sometimes all rooted both. in fear. It's right. I would say it's all rooted in fear. But some animals will be timid and they could run off and they could hide in a corner where they feel safe, where they can't be reached by their care team. Some, that fear (laughs) manifests in a rage.
1: (laughs) Are you listening, gentlemen?
0: (laughs) And so that manifests in like either throwing things or throwing their body or trying to get to whatever that stimulus is that they're not about. So we're standing outside holding, Dr. Zhu Jr. is basically telling us like, yo, Dr. Zhu is inside. There's a couple of people with them. What we're going to do, do Masani's to the left. We're going to put them on a the stretcher. We're going to move them to the holding on the right. And I think at that point, Alexi and I realized that we were involved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell the people how you felt about that, Alexi? Not good. <laughs> I'm even like small cats. <laughs> it was kinda... like, uh, they, you know, that shit when you go to a. Uh, like a play with your parents and then all of a sudden they start going into the crowd and picking people and you're like no like no. That was, that I was didn't know I was that was this like, kind of play I came to watch you yeah. not do it <laughs> we thought this was an observation
0: and so I feel like we had very different views about the experience and there's photographic proof about how we felt about the experience uh-huh. <laughs> whereas you were not as delighted <laughs> I was like cool <laughs> we go into we're like walking in to land holding and it's like it's pretty tight like it's uh-huh. not I would say a solid 230 square feet yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's not, it's not very big and I'm assuming it can't be the only holding because there's no like way yeah because there, there were two to the left two holdings to the left because they were fit for individuals there were two holdings to the left and two holdings to the right but there were no other lions there. Dumasani was by himself, a non suspecting lion. Actually, he was probably very suspecting once he saw Dr. Sue. Probably
1: mad suspicious. Okay. Yeah.
0: So by the time we are walking in, we like turn to the left because we're like, we know he's there because everybody's staring at it. <laughs> and he's got this like, he's laying down on the ground, but he's still like fairly alert, but his eyes, are kind of like, what you going through over there, bro? Like, they're like a little glossy, but he's still alert. And so at this point, we're like, okay, cool. (laughs) Like, this is wild. Like, that's a whole lion, like a male lion. Whoa. (laughs) And so Dr. Zhu is like, we have to drug him again, but we have to wait for him to go down further. Where he's like, pretty unconscious. It's like, okay, sounds like a plan. So we wait for a while. We're all like chatting amongst ourselves. And then <laughs> while we're chatting, I think this is when Dr. Zoot started telling us that thing about the tail.
1: Yes. <laughs> had me full on convinced.
0: Can you? Because I can't remember it well. I can't. Oh, and I, I can't describe it. it. I remember
1: it well. This man <laughs> had me dead ass convinced that the tip of the lion's tail is sharp because of their relation to ankylosaurus. And I was like, damn, that's hella interesting. I don't know if that's a thing. The tip of the tail is sharp because they're related to ankylosaurus? What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and eventually, he, like, showed us that, like, when you pull back all the hair. It's,
1: like, tippy. It's sharp.
0: It's like a fingernail. It's like keratin. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But that whole conversation. And Dr. Zhu was known for, like, saying funny things like this and, like, really taking you down a path where you thought, that is why that he animal just, is that way yeah. it was very funny and then i, was I remember he, was he
1: goofing with us or was he just on some weird shit
0: i think he was goofing with us
1: okay because i i fully believed him
0: yeah because i remember later you came back either later that day or like weeks later and you were like i don't think dr Z is right
1: I was worried. I thought about it for like a whole week. I was like,
0: you were steaming on it. You were it was it was, I was like, you down I for I say a whole new downpour. It was because it
1: doesn't seem right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Am I gonna have to call out Dr.
1: Sue? <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah,
0: at the next I'm gonna all have to, I'm gonna have to take down the
1: leader. I like, this man's a fraud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, after we heard the speech from the evolutionary speech from the fraud, we <laughs> Dr. Sue that... was like, cool. I think we're well on our way. So Dr. Zhu grabs like another little like dart shot thing, puts it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Then he grabs this long poking apparatus. Yeah. Just... I used that term. It was a broomstick handle. <laughs> like, they just took the broom off the handle. <laughs> and he starts yelling from outside the holding, like where we all are in the middle, like, hey, sunny
1: No, Allison, you gotta give us you give us the yell. Whoa, you do it better. Hey, I'm gonna edit this one so that it's in the background.
0: So, Doctor Zoo is just like hey! yelling with this pokey stick, not really yeah. using it. And, like, just doing all these things. And we're like, okay. Go, go, go. Obviously, he's I, trying to see if Dumasani's awake. I, Dumasani is snoring a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of bit, a little bit. So then, like, the next phase is for Dr. Zoo to go in the step in the holding next to Dumasani's because that's how he enters. But the door is closed. And so I, he's screaming Dumasani. again. Dum- I, and, I mean, it's yeah. wild behavior. So <laughs> then he creeps through a t- tiny little metal door that is built for a lion to creep through. And I think we're all just watching like (laughs) because he is now like about to enter where a lion is. And so (laughs) he stays in the door holding Mm -hmm. and he's like he keeps shouting. Keeps doing all the shouting. And then when Dumasani still doesn't move he starts feeding the poking apparatus towards
1: Dumasani the lion
0: so I wish he can you could
1: see Albert's <laughs> hands right now
0: <laughs> and he poke, pokes him on the back <laughs> and then he does it again poke poke <laughs> he pokes him on the back. and then he starts poke 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 and yelling do it you. Yeah! <laughs>
1: What? Doing the most.
0: Doing the utmost. And we were like, yo, bro, I think he's out. <laughs> and so, but we, And then he starts like clapping, clapping, clapping. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is like, because you don't know. Like operating tables, people wake up all the time. And we've had an animal, a big cat, a cheetah at the zoo wake up on the operating table before with a newscaster there. So there was
1: reason oh, to wow. be a, there was a reason to be alarmed! <laughs> so, you know that man. That man was fighting through the trauma. <laughs> he was such a
0: champion because that cheetah uh, woke up on the operating table, and that was the same. Remember that news anchor where? Gosh, what was the owl's name? Alberta. She flew oh, directly the one at that his head on and his landed head. on his head.
1: Yeah. yeah, he was a real champion. He's a trooper, man. I would have but, been like, you're putting me on a new beat. I tell you what, I'm not putting beat. me on that zoo beat anymore. Dang.
0: Oh, this just <laughs> in. Yeah. So he gets close enough after like vigorously poking. Because I understand why he has to like yell and scream and poke like that. But it's right. just like very like, uh, okay, okay. Um, it's like nerve wrecking. And yeah. so finally he like pulls out the extra dart, sticks it in his bum bum. Yeah and maybe it was a deltoid deltoid I don't know but he stuck it in there and now we're like okay wait a few more minutes Uh Dumasani is gonna be out like a trout Mm. cool so (laughs) I don't know who came up with that but um so we wait a little bit more and then they're like okay everybody bring in the stretcher I think everybody else was cool but we were like <laughs> okay. Like I trust the, because at this point I had seen a lot of things at the zoo, so I trusted the process. But at the uh-huh. end of the day, it's a lion. Mm-hmm. So they lay down the stretcher, and they're basically like, "Hey, you grab a head. Hey, you grab an arm. Hey, you grab a leg. Hey, you get the middle of the body, the chest." Da-da-da-da. And I know I was pretty much on leg duty for most of the time. And so, I was, I was where worried. were you? Oh, my God. Yeah, on like duty. I don't remember. I feel like you spent most of the time once we were in the operating area at the head. And that's probably why you had more fear than I did. <laughs> but we get to Masane, we flip him over onto the stretcher. And he's huge. I don't know how he's much. He's a big boy. They're, I would say I held the leg the whole time and the leg is 50 pounds itself, one leg. So I think they're like 1,200 pounds a male i think they're like 1200 either is it 11 or 1200 pounds or am i making no, that up i
1: think no because uh siberian tigers i think are the heaviest big cats, big cats? They're like not even a thousand
0: they're not even a thousand okay oh say, duh i did I math real weird was, in my head
1: i think he might have been like around 400 pounds 400
0: pounds or that's something. so much yeah i'll say yeah, the like Sumatran like tigers pounds. at the zoo were 400 pounds and they're the smallest of the, t- the cats and they're around the same size yeah okay yeah, yeah. that makes sense that makes sense you make more sense so, I'm sorry. I just invented a 1,200 pound lion. I'm sorry to everyone
1: that that's. <laughs> I scared. think ligers get almost big like that. No, 1,200 pounds Shut. is like a polar bear. I think you might have been uh, thinking of polar. Bear. I was thinking about polar bear. That's it. Wrong that's carnivore. It. I was like, Wrong carnivore. Think. Yeah. Polar bear. So,
0: we lift him onto the stretcher and we take him into the prepped enclosure that's across the hall. Mm-hmm. So they like had set the wheels. That he's gonna let, we're gonna put the stretcher on. Uh They had set up like all the monitors, all the stuff was laid out. That's what they were like doing beforehand. So when we get his stretcher like on the wheels, then (laughs) they start like sticking all the vital stuff, stuff for vitals into him. Uh And then you kind of like start hearing the machines like beep and like all the little plastic packages of stuff are like hanging around. It's crazy. It's like, it's giving we're doing this in the African desert. It's very much giving uh-huh. that. Uh, medical on the go. And so mm-hmm. they stick all the stuff and they start getting vitals. And they're like, hey, yo, Allison, can you hold the leg? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I think at this time you were by the head. You were, I remember you being this yeah. way. Yeah. And so minutes,
1: I was like, I got to get up there.
0: Yeah. And so there was like one final, like major step after like making sure everything was stuck on um, the proper way that they had to do. And it was the intubation. <laughs> And so intubation is basically when they, in a medical procedure, is when they have to like stick that tube down your throat to make sure you maintain oxygen and breath. Yes? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. 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 You did that.
0: Okay. And since we're doing intubation on animals, especially large animals, they have to kind of do makeshift equipment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I forgot about this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so, they picked up this like giant blue bucket, <laughs> and that was like the thing that went over his snout. His It was big
1: as hell and janky.
0: And janky. And then the tube that went down his throat was like this huge. It looked like huge clear PVC pipe, but I don't think it was yeah. that sharp. It was like I think it was more malleable than that.
1: Uh-huh. This huge yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. clear pipe. And obviously, the way you get that tube down the throat is you, like, you shove it gently, Uh but you shove it. Yeah. So a normal being reflex to being intubated is to gag. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Not a big deal. Not scared. Not worried about you too much. Hopefully, you don't wake up. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The normal... Gag reflect Mm -hmm. for a lion.
1: Yep. What does that one sound like, Allison?
0: It's a roar. (laughs) And not like a quiet one. Nope. It's like almost like a full blown.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Maybe it's not as loud. I can't I couldn't tell. Cause it's a small building. And you feel me were very close to it
0: and we were very close we and reverberation close was happening and the only thing that was keeping us safe was a hope
1: and a prayer on modern medicine uh-huh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and the thought that also you know the odds are in our favor ish there are only two of us yes a lot of them you feel a me of them. a lot of dr. them dr zoo wasn't he wasn't too quick he was kind of quick on his feet but he wasn't quick like that. He wasn't quick like us. <laughs> not, not quick like me. He didn't have keys in the <laughs> golf cart we had. So, <laughs> so
0: the first time I was alarmed. I think we both were because we didn't know that that was gonna yes. happen. Like no one prepped us for that information. And so I'm we were kind of like when
1: dogs bark.
0: Right. <laughs> right. And so like the first time I was like whoa, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> whoa, that was crazy. Oh,
0: <laughs> And so then, it's all, like, you, you have to keep shoving it down till it's in the right place. They were having a hard time shoving it down. And so it just kept roaring. It was like, <laughs> roar. And Siri, so the third roar. So I was like holding it staggered. My hands were staggered and my legs were staggered. My left foot was straddling the door in the hallway. Uh-huh. Because I was like, this isn't funny. Like this is
1: Yo, my funny. hair went straight. <laughs> it went from <laughs> curls to straight. Curls
0: straight. And it, it was scared straight. And so <laughs> I was like, yo. And I think I audibly said
1: something along the lines of like.
0: I know he's just gagging, but my foot is out the door.
1: And they like, <laughs> I remember hearing that and I was like, uh-uh. oh, <laughs>
0: and "So, I think you roared a couple more times and then they finally like, got it. And we were like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they Started like taking blood samples. They started like razoring some hair off because what do they, do they? take skin grafts? Is that what they do?
1: Um, I think not skin
0: grafts. I think but they, they need to
1: cut the hair so they could take blood samples.
0: That's right. So they could take blood that's samples. Probably. And they so probably they, they they their do that. And they do like there's like a you know the frozen zoo things. Mm-hmm. So they do collect certain types of cells as well to do things like that. They check the eyes. They did an eye check. So this is like so the yearly check is like all the things, not just yeah. your. It's like. Your physician, it's your dentist, it's your eye doctor. Like it's all those things. Mm -hmm. Probably should have had a mental practitioner in there too. We don't know how he's asking. Yeah, Yeah, but then he's going. But the zoo animals need that mental practitioner.
1: Uh uh Especially these gentlemen like. You know
0: what? You You are correct. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) They check the paws, the padding on the paws, just so they're not like getting too messed up. Because depending on like the kind of things they're walking on, their paws can easily get irritated. The UMKC students were like doing this very cool, they were like scraping at all the like the teeth and they were like doing a cleaning. It was super cool. And then I
1: think I had to leave at that point.
0: You did, you did. And so you had to bounce because you had work to do. You were at work, you had a sea lion show. And so Dr. Zhu was like, you all want a picture? <laughs> and we were like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> It was, like, very much the energy of, like, a dad or an uncle, like, come on, yeah.
1: come on, kids. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> the thing is, me and you both, we both, like, stood up next to each other and we're like, yeah. And then he's like, no, by the lion. <laughs> <laughs> and we're both like, right. what? Like, where we are, we're like, okay. like,
0: And it's one of those things, like, all the medical equipment, he's like, no, 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 go up there by the head. And we're like, okay. And he's like, <laughs> no, 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 go closer to the face. <laughs> and we're like.
1: D. <laughs> when I saw that picture later. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and you we can see how straight up uncomfortable we are. We're like,
0: hey. We have very different, our excitement and fear manifested very differently in that moment. Uh-huh. Yours, you could tell, it was fear based. And mine was <laughs> like, this is awesome. And I hope we don't die. Ha
1: ha ha. I was like, yeah. Very I came different. around about it. So
0: anyway. you zip out of there. You took the dog part back.
1: Chivalry's dead. <laughs>
0: Okay, calm down. <laughs> and so then I was stuck holding the 50 pound leg and I was like, whew, because it, it was like 50 huh? minutes. And then finally, yeah. Dr. Zhu Jr., Chavory is not dead, was like, hey, Allison, <laughs> you want to check on these vitals? I got the leg. And I'm like, thanks, Dr. Zhu Jr., you're the best. He really is. He's really the best. Yeah, and he's a
1: really fucking cool guy.
0: So they kind of like made me, they were having me like monitor that the like needle was staying in place. And then they, like, wrapped up everything. It took probably, like, an hour and a half total. The, from, like, getting him on the stretcher to, like, zip, we're done. Right? Yeah. Um, they unplug everything from Dumasani. He's already on the stretcher. And we move him back from the stretcher across the hall to where he fell asleep. Right. And then I can't remember if we, like, <laughs> roll him off. But I was honestly like, why? Because it seemed very specific about where we placed him back. And they were like, oh, we put him back where he was when he fell asleep. So he's a little less angry when he wakes up. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) he won't wake up is like confused.
0: So I was like, sure, that's going to diffuse it. Right. Exactly. So they won't wake up confused because they're aware. Again, animals are smart. They're aware enough to know something was happening. But at least they wake up and they're like, okay, well where are my treats? <laughs> so then they were like, all right, we're good to go. And I like hooked it down the service road. And I felt like my life had literally been changed forever. Like I was just like, you know how you're like walking around, bouncing on your toes. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. this is why I do what I do. And I ended up back in education and I don't even know what I did the rest of the day. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because I held a lion. It was crazy. I don't remember a lot of stories, but that was actually wild. Like, I don't think I've ever in my life would have ever
1: thought I would have gotten to do anything like that. So aside from, like, the roaring part, what was the most, like, unexpected part of that?
0: I think the most unexpected part about it, even though I hadn't been a part of a lot of medical procedures in, like, my life, I was surprised at how much it mimicked human medical procedure. Okay, Like, the instruments that were used the language mm-hmm. that was used the tools that were used well the same as instruments but like
1: yeah but you know like i was
0: just like very like, like well and it, it's and stuff. it's
1: uh-huh.
0: scalpel are like that and then also like the process of watching an animal like something as formidable as a lion right actually right. like kind of lose its strength as it's going yeah. down because it's been darted to watch something like a grown male lion just slowly, like, oh no, my kryptonite, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, right, is gone. And just like watching his eyes gloss over and watching him like gently fall asleep. Yeah. And like being like, oh my gosh, that's crazy yeah. to me.
1: I mean, because like, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. in a scenario where it's like, oh no, I'm trapped with this lion. Exactly. Like, oh. I could give it my best and like nothing's <laughs> going to happen. Like, yeah, that's that's right. That's it. But like, yeah, just a tiny little bit of this, like this fluid enters the system. It's like that mode's asleep. And it's, honestly, it's,
0: after that experience, uh-huh. I've had a and I remember we were doing like an insurance walk where we could get points. And it was after the zoo had closed and I decided to uh-huh. walk Africa. Well, that was part of the thing. And so I realized I was up there after the zoo had closed. So people weren't there. The keepers were probably near holding or getting animals off exhibit. I didn't have my radio. I didn't have my phone. And I was walking by the lions and I was like, what if there was a code red right now? And I had no idea. And I was like looking for trees because I was like, well, they can yeah. kind of climb trees, but not completely climb trees. Like, what would I do? It's a very real thing to think about as an employee at a zoo. It's a present reality. And it's like, it, no, then it doesn't. Animal escapes do not happen all the time. Yada, 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 yeah. yada. But it is there is an importance in presence. <laughs> Uh-huh. And being very aware of your surroundings, yep. what you hear, what you see, what can be used, mm-hmm. because your adrenaline will only do so much. <laughs>
1: yep, yeah. I'm fast, but not that fast.
0: I will lose.
1: Uh-huh. I get a lie. <laughs> yeah.
0: The only nightmares that I had when I worked at the zoo that were zoo nightmares were associated right, right, right. with big cats. Like I was always getting drugged off by a big cat. I was right, getting right. like stuck in an exhibit with a big cat, and like the tigers. A tiger is really the only animal that I'm like actually definitely afraid of.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I would love to see like an actual study of like how prevalent those code red dreams are. Cause everyone I know of in that that works in zoos, at least like in education departments and in and in. Oh, yeah. Has those dreams.
0: And I want to know what the root of them is because mine were actually not rooted in the animal. Mine were rooted in the fact that like education staff was always there and they, were in a position to help me and they didn't whoa yeah like i figured that out later on and i was like this is trash Mm. yikes Mm. (laughs) but you were never involved so good job
1: that's because i already got taken out i (laughs) i got ate up
0: (laughs) my subconscious knew that you were either gone already or that you would have no room for you here the tag
1: was like i heard Wow, I heard you were here, Allison. Ow.
0: Your friend yelled your name as I chewed him up. No. <laughs> Allison! <no. laughs> so back to the non-chewing lion. So yes, yes. we Sleepy go, baby. it's crazy. Yeah, I but... have lived through a handful of escapes at the zoo. Nothing too serious except for the last one I was there for. And it, it, was, <laughs> it was more comedic than it was. <laughs> Then it was scary. He didn't mean to get out. Poor fella. (laughs) Yeah, we've had some great experiences at Mm -hmm. the zoo. And that was one that I definitely, hopefully, will not forget. Because that was bananas.
1: It's that time in the show again. It's shout out time. Yes. Who would you like to give some shout outs to, Allison? I would
0: love to give a shout out to Alexi G. Let's be real. yes Me? alexi g holds the we out here podcast down no but, like let's be really honest about it like the mixing and the mastering and the hosting and the jokes that no one asked for <laughs> and, but in post are really great um, <laughs> yeah so i'd like to give a special shout out to alexi g i like to give a special shout out to specifically his compassion um, and his fervor for life and his kindness towards me. I'm just saying flowers, 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 flowers.
1: I appreciate you. I love you. Um, There
0: are lots of cool organizations doing lots of cool things. Uh I just say in general, it's a time to be informed wherever you lie on the spectrum, not on the side. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. So, um, if you believe in being for the people, please vote accordingly. Thank you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'll leave it there. I also will say we are with our brothers and sisters and every gender in between for getting their land back, our Native yeah. and Indigenous friends across the USA. So, we celebrate the wins. Um, Mm -hmm. And we also fight for a more just future. And we even see the ancestors of black folks getting their beaches back. So I'm here for it. Repertions in full effect. Uh So I guess those are my shout outs. I didn't have any before this moment, but it really like dropped into me.
1: Those man, the ancestors dove into your body. They took hold.
0: They shook me up and turned me around. (laughs) Placed my feet on solid ground like Jesus. (laughs) A black man from the Middle East.
1: <laughs> we out! <laughs> the We Out Here podcast is Allison Jones and Alexi Bruce's. Show theme by Spencer Seddon and show graphics by Kaleeb Gillette. If you like this episode, give us a little rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Hit us with those stars like it's Mario. Follow us on Twitter at WeOutHerePod and on Instagram at TheWeOutHerePod. If you're a black, brown, or indigenous person in science and nature and you want to share a story with our audience, hit us on social media or on our email at WeOutHerePod at gmail.com. You can find extra interviews, epilogues, and other bonus content on our Patreon, including a 30-minute bonus interview and chat with Ana Silverio, which will be available later this month. If you love to ask questions and you want to cook us for our antics, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash weoutherepod for as little as 2 bucks a month. Despite the CDC dropping their masking requirements, we still encourage our audience to do their part by wearing masks in high-traffic areas, And social distancing. And if you're able to vaccinate for like everything. So be safe. We'll see y'all at decadence. And now, get outside.
0: We probably look like an antler or an anteater, uh-huh. or not an uh-huh. anteater, and uh, what am I thinking <laughs> of?